0: As a personal trainer, as well as helping my clients lose weight, my aim is to help them build up their muscles so they can do the tasks that daily life requires of us. And they feel lighter in their bodies, they feel stronger, they're able to to live day to day with more ease and with more comfort. And I have kind of um, copied that approach when it comes to my working as a well-being coach because... I realized that here, my aim is actually to help my clients build up the mental muscles that allow them to feel lighter mentally and emotionally. So working as a personal trainer, building up those muscles that allow us to do day-to-day life, pick up the children, pick up the shopping, sit at our desks, and then as a well-being coach, really working with people to build up those muscles so that we can do the day-to-day tasks that cause us to feel heavier mentally and emotionally. It's a process and today I'm going to share the three steps that this process entails so that we can find happiness and health not just in our physical bodies but in all areas of our lives. Are you feeling overrun and wrung out by the juggle of being a working mum? Do you just wish that you could be calmer and more patient at work and when you come home to your family? But there are so many things that need to be done, and there are so many expectations on you. Do you wish you just had the space and the time and the capacity to be able to make choices that you know would leave you feeling healthier and happier, but you just don't have any wiggle room? Welcome to the Managing Mum Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, a working mum of two with a very busy, very active life. As a qualified personal trainer and a wellbeing coach, and as a mum who has felt all of these things, my aim is to help you learn how to manage the juggle so that you can feel healthier and happier and lighter, and you can build great relationships at work and at home, and so that you can move closer to that ever-elusive work-life balance. While I may well offer suggestions such as taking a bubble bath, I'm also going to help you figure out how to do it without feeling guilty. So run that bath, tie up your mum bun, and lock the bathroom door. We're learning how to juggle. If you are looking for help in managing the juggle, either to work on your physical health or if you want to feel lighter mentally and emotionally please feel free to email me at charlotte at Charlottehaggy.com for a free 30 minute chat to see how I might be able to help. If you feel that there's someone else who could benefit from this podcast I would love it if you would share what we're talking about here today let them know that this podcast exists and that hopefully they might be able to get some help in feeling lighter themselves. But for now let's get onto it. So I have used my own journey as the basis for the way that I coach and the process that we work through when I coach clients. I love therapy. I think a lot of people are anxious about therapy and find it very difficult, but I would love to be able to have somebody to talk to once a week about what's going on for me. I really think it is An incredible privilege and a a luxury to be able to share and to learn about oneself. I'm very aware here that coaching is not therapy and so I have used that term therapy lightly and I'm going to talk about what coaching is just now but yeah as I say it's the best way to have a space to lay myself bare to kind of open up my my skull and look inside and unpack myself and pick through what's going on in there and understanding myself has really given me the space then to to put my skull back together piece myself back together and go out into the world and practice being different so that I impact the world differently but also so that I feel different about my life and the way that I live my life so I just yeah I really wanted at this point to to talk about, well, what is the difference between a therapist and a coach? And I term myself a well-being coach because my aim is to work with people around our well-being, around our physical well-being and our emotional, social and mental well-being. And I love the idea or the analogy of a car when we are working with somebody, having an opportunity to, to work with somebody around this this kind of thing, is that if you go to see a therapist who is driving along with you in the car, and I really believe that in both cases, therapy or coaching, the car is being driven by the client. So if you were to come and see or go and see a therapist, you'd be driving in the car, your therapist would be kind of helping you to navigate things. But really what would be happening with a therapist is you'd be looking in the rearview mirror to see why are you in this space that you're in today? What has happened in the past that has caused you to be here, right here, right now, the way that you show up, the way that you operate, the way that you feel and think? And coaching, the difference between therapy and coaching then is that actually coaching has a very big windscreen. When we're coaching, we're really looking at, okay, I am here. And yes, of course, we have to have a bit of a rear view mirror to be able to look back and say, well, there are things that have happened in my story that have got me to this point, but I am here and I want to be over there. So how do I move from point A to point B based on what has got me to point A? So my job as a as a coach is to sit with my clients and look at what's going on for you here in point A, potentially we look at what got you here, but what's happening for you here in point A and what do you need to do in order to get to point B? Often people don't even know what point B is is, but they know that point A is not where they want to be. So we're really working at then figuring out what would point B look like? And then we're looking at how do we, what's the gap between point A and point B? So when I think about my own story and where I was and where I am now, I think about how (laughs) I used to be so erratic. I was incredibly impatient. I was all over the place. I didn't stick to one thing. I was incredibly critical of myself and couldn't understand why I wasn't like everybody else. I wasn't on the path that I thought was expected of me. The path that might have taken me to 2.5 children and a high-flying job where I graced the corridors of some fancy bank and my high heels and my pearl earrings. I haven't had a, a permanent job where I've worked for somebody else since 2008. But while I was in those jobs, I was so uncomfortable and I just couldn't understand why. I then moved out into a space where I was my own boss and was much more comfortable. But I was still all over the place. I, I didn't sit still. I didn't focus. I, I really struggled to concentrate on one thing. And everybody else seemed to have it so together. But inside my head, there was just this whirlwind going on. There was so much going on. I was always in a rush. I was only doing things what felt like half-baked i was crashing cars in the process of rushing from one thing to another and when i got married my husband said to me oh charlotte you know this is not great and then when i had children i realized that this was not a way that i wanted to be as a mum as a as a coach to my clients as a person i wanted to be present i wanted to be focused i wanted to finish things I'm really pleased to say that today I'm not yet there but I am able to focus. I am more present with my choice with my children. I make the choices for my body and for my mental health that I need to as much as I can. When it's not working for me, I'm really interested in what's going on that is making me not feel good, that's making me feel uncomfortable. I'm starting to be more and more aware of what I need and what happens to me when my needs aren't being met. And if you take anything away from this episode today, I think one of the greatest learnings I have had is that humans are tricky, are uncomfortable, are reactive when their needs aren't being met. And when our needs aren't being met, we cannot perform at our best. We can't be The mum we want to be. We can't be the daughter, the wife, the employee, the sister, the friend. This is one of the incredible realizations I had, is that actually the only way to get my needs met was to get to know what my needs were in the first place. And so that was a huge part of the process that I went on. And I went through my coaching model that I want to just offer here, which is something that you can do for yourself, a kind of self-coaching model. And obviously, if you wanted to take it a little bit deeper, you can contact me or you find someone that can take you through a process like this. But I love the saying that one of my closest friends, my closest confidants has given me, and this is kind of the foundation of my process, is that you are not a tree, you can move. When we are in a cycle of heaviness, we're stuck there, whether it be in our bodies or whether it be in our mental, emotional health and well-being, we can move out of that. We just need to know what's holding us there and need to know where we want to get to. And so the first step for me is really to be curious, really get to know what's going on for you. Build up awareness about yourself so the best way to, to do this is actually to stop. We spend so much time rushing, 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 and also so much time pushing away feelings that we have, pushing away emotions, pushing away things that might feel uncomfortable, or sitting in them so deeply that we actually just don't know how to dig our way out of them. So the first thing is to say, gosh, there's something going on for me here. There's something uncomfortable. There's something sticky. There's something that I just don't, I don't want to be like this. We can start to become curious. Hmm, I wonder what's going on for me. And one of the ways that we can do this is to go and see someone, to to talk to somebody, whether it be a friend or a professional, or just to journal in our own space. Write freely. I always think it's fascinating when you just let go and just write Or ask yourself a question, what is going on for me here that is making me so uncomfortable? And then write. If writing is difficult or you don't have time, one of the great things I use is a voice note on my phone. So if I'm driving along, I might send myself a voice note that just says, I'm I'm really feeling something, whatever it might be, and, and I'm interested, what's going on for me? And then just talk. You may come to some conclusion before you've listened to the voice note back again or you may need to listen to it a couple of times to hear what's going on for you but as soon as we put it out there as soon as it's not stuck inside our heads inside our bodies we suddenly can see it when it's inside it's all wrapped up in the chaos of what's going on inside but as soon as we um put it out and look at it almost objectively we suddenly have a little bit more space to to see what's going on so thinking about why am I frustrated why am I impatient what is it that's being triggered when I'm in a rush and the children aren't listening to me what am I actually feeling so this process of a building awareness. I'm 41 years old. It's taken me 40 odd years to get to this point. I'm not gonna build awareness in five five minutes or five sessions. Sometimes it can take time, t- might even take months. We are incredibly intricate, complex human beings. We have layers and layers of experience and of words and um, yeah, just experiences that have been thrown at us, that have stuck. And it's going to take time to unpick and to be curious and be amazed and be fascinated. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that was an issue or that even really affected me. And suddenly we have this kind of greater understanding of what's going on for us, which makes such such a difference. After that, once we get to know what's going on, where we are in in position A, we can start to look at, okay, now I have the space for choice. It's all well and good to know why we feel a certain way, why we behave a certain way, why we think a certain way and what's going on for us there. But we also need to have an idea of what we would like instead. Again, I'm not a tree, I can move, but where am I moving to? Where do I want to be? What would point B be for me an incredible way to do this is to write yourself a letter in a year's time dear charlotte it is the 3rd of august 2024 and this is what's happening you are like this you live like this you behave like this you feel like this We can then create possibility between the space where we are and the space where we want to be and we know what that gap is and we can start to say, okay, so if that is where I want to be in a year's time, what do I need to do to get there from where I am? I find that a lot of people find this exercise really, really difficult and that in itself is data for you. Many clients find it hard because they don't want to fail in meeting that mark that they have have put up for themselves, or they feel like they don't know how to make that perfect person in a year's time. The joy is that actually there's no failure in this exercise. You are just creating that space of possibility. And if you haven't met the mark in a year's time, you shift it out a little bit. And things may have changed between now and that year. But you know that there's somewhere that you are aiming for. You know that there is somewhere that you want to be. You can either figure out how to get there by yourself. You can work out what needs to be done. Or again, you go and see somebody who can sit with you and say, right, what are the choices that you need to make? And how do you create the space To be able to make those choices or what is stopping you from making those choices the third step and i think this is probably the hardest step is the implementation i think what happens for us is we look at that place that b spot okay i want to be there we're so used to instant gratification we live in a in a world and a time where we get what we want now the world is in such a rush And yet, what a joy to be able to work towards that point B. Again, remembering it's taken us quite a long time to get to this point. We don't want to rush. You know, you think about New Year's resolutions and people make these grand resolutions and then they're actually, they are not sustainable. We can't stick to them. So my invitation when you are implementing is to start small. Take one small step when you're looking at the mountain that you might have created for yourself to climb, when you look at that peak of that mountain, if you look up at it, it just seems so overwhelming and exhausting. But if you just take one step and then look around, where am I? What's going on for me after I've taken that one step? And then take another step and another step. And as you take each step, as you make each choice, Differently, and you move closer and closer to that point B, then it starts to get a little bit easier. Then you start to feel like, actually, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can be happier, healthier, lighter, more comfortable, more at ease with the person that I am, the way that I live my life, the way that I work, the way that I parent. So, just to wrap that up, There's awareness, there's building awareness of why am I the way that I am and what's going on for me in this space. What are my triggers? What are my reactions? What has brought me to here sometimes or just where am I? And then from there, where do I want to be and how do I get to where I want to be? How do I make choices that are different and will allow me to be closer to that, that person that I envisage myself to be. And then we start to implement those choices. Step by step, slowly, slowly, starting off small, with no rush, but just with fascination at how if we tweak here, we tweak there, things can really change. And change can be exciting and change can be such fun when it We know where it is that we're going with that change. So I'm really excited to to hear if you have any experience of using this, if you put any of this into action, please let me know how it goes for you. And if you would like some support in figuring out where point A is or where point B is or how you get from A to B, please feel free to, to drop me an email at charlotte at charlottehaggie.com. I would love to chat to you about if there is a way that I can help you. And if not, I just look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Please feel free to share this podcast with anybody that you think might find it useful. And I look forward to seeing you soon. It is a real honor and a privilege for me to spend this time with you sharing what I have experienced and everything that I have learned. And it can get quite lonely on the side of the mic. So if you have enjoyed this podcast or if you've found anything useful in it, I would so appreciate if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It really lets me know that I actually am making an impact, which is the best thing for me. And if you know of any other mums that you think might like this podcast any mums who are managing it all so basically all of them please share this podcast with them so that we can build a village of happy healthy mums